Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, Stacy, Devin, what is going on? Oh, you know, same-o, same-o. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing exciting to report. Okay. I guess I, uh, yeah. Do you, are, are Maybe you, I should have thought of that one before. I say, are you feeling okay? <laughs> like, are you good? Yeah. Are you <laughs> yeah. fine? Okay, good. No, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm good. I guess, uh, you know, it's just kind of, just kind of, you just know, kinda. life. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. What about you? Uh, things are good. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> I knew I had something. So usually, usually <laughs> when I, are you okay? Yeah, you joking? just killed me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, usually, if I give an answer and pause, it's usually because my brain is going. What? There was a thing. There was a thing. Processing. Stacey, there was a thing. Processing. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I actually did want to talk about today. Okay. Um, because today specifically, because me and James are laughing about it. And okay. Um, it, everything today was a letdown, was a disappointment. Oh no. But, but we were, we still really had a good day and we think there's something to that and we don't know. Okay. So basically, uh, they were having this thing called ice fest, ice fest at downtown fest, ice, ice. Yeah. Like ICE. Okay. Yes. Ice fest. Was was, was Um, Elsa there? No, no, no. All right. Um, It was an ice carving thing contest. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it was in downtown Baltimore, and there were four different ice carvers, and then they had food trucks around the ice carvers. So, and they actually had two mobile bars. So they were food trucks, but they were just alcohol. Yeah. So that was cool. Neat. Uh, There was an Auntie Anne's pretzel place. I always love Auntie Anne's. Me too. There was a, but there's a place, and I guess it's like kind of. Well, Midwest and then over here, it's on the East Coast too, apparently. A place called Wetzel's Pretzels, which is the same as Annie Ann's. It's just a different pretzel. chain. Wetzel's yeah. Pretzels. Okay. But they seem to be the same. But anyway, that's <laughs> not important. <laughs> um, and there was like a burger food truck. And then there was one that's like called something almost famous. And their thing is like they have like really good sauces. And so they were focusing on like jerk dishes. So they had like jerk chicken, jerk oh. wings, stuff like that. Okay. Today. And... Um, so, uh, and I was trying to think if there was anything else, but I think that's it. So we are like, okay, that sounds fun. And it's a little festival and it's, you know, we'll go downtown and look. And we got down there and it was so small. I mean, it was like, really, it, like, yeah, I don't know about the people, you know, anyone listening to this, it's not Knoxville. They won't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> the space that it was in, it was like smaller than Crutch Park or Crutch Park or what? whatever it is. Yeah, they like maybe it was about the same size, okay. but like it was that size with the food trucks along the edge and the four little tents with the ice carvers, and that oh was the entire event. Entire event. How many people so, were in a space that small? Um, I I mean, was it crowded? Was I mean, did it feel crowded? Like, did were you like, oh my god, people wall to wall, or was it just like not oh. that big of a deal? <laughs> So right in front of the ice carvers, there would probably be like 
30 people standing right in front of an ice carver tent. Okay. And so there was little pockets of crowdedness. But, like, when you were walking around the edge to get, like, drinks or food, it was pretty, like, you, okay. you probably had a good, like, you know, three feet between you and the Okay, okay. People. Yeah. Uh, and then people had dogs, which was great. Yay. Uh, did, yeah. you, did you but, get a spring major? No, we didn't. We probably could have actually, but we didn't. Yeah, that's time. okay. That's all right. He's get he's getting better at the or he's I think we're getting braver. We're getting braver about right. taking him to public spaces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's on us, not uh, him. No, us. that's exactly how it works cuz you know. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like how disrupted do I want to be today? <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we had this whole plan that we were going to go downtown. We were going to spend like a couple hours. We had we paid to park at like this parking meter and like we paid for 2 hours of parking and we were like, oh, yeah, we'll walk around, we'll get some food, get some drinks, sit around, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, obviously there wasn't a whole lot of space. And there were definitely, it was cold, too. It was probably like 26 or 30-ish. Oh, Lord. I mean, so I guess it was great really... for ice carving, but. Uh... Like, yeah, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was. That ice ain't going to melt. <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, and so it was really too cold to kind of just sit and drink and kind of sit around, you know, yeah. um, even though the sun was shining and it was a very beautiful day, but yeah. Uh, but, so James yeah. had already looked up this brewery called, uh, I think it's like Guilford's okay. uh, brewery. It's a German style brewery. Okay. Okay. And it was a couple blocks up the road. So we were like, all right, screw this. We're going to a brewery. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, although I will say the ice sculptures were cool, but you know, you stand there for like a minute and then move on. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. it's not like uh, you know. But anyway, so we go to this German thing. The beer was pretty good, especially yesterday. We had gone to this other brewery. We're trying out all the different breweries. Yeah, and I like you do. We've gone. Yep, yep, right. We went to one called Heavy Seas, and we were really just all their beers were just kind of meh. Like we yeah. didn't really find one that we loved. Yeah. So. Yeah. We went to this place and we did a flight and, you know, got like a, another, like a, another additional single beer or whatever. And we, you know, found some that we liked pretty well. And we were like, all right, this is pretty good. And uh, we were specific, like I was getting uh, schnitzel, chicken oh, schnitzel. Oh, nice. And, yeah. You know, James got some sauerkraut and that we, there were these things called potato dumplings. And Ooh. we were like, yeah, we were like, okay, this sounds so good. So we ordered this and it was terrible like what yeah oh, like no. um yeah james's brought was okay but uh my chicken schnitzel the texture i mean it felt like it was like a preformed, like a smushed and formed yeah it did not feel like a piece of solid chicken that they just beat <laughs> mechanic um, mechanically separated yeah. chicken <laughs> yeah it was not good and the potato yes. dumplings tasted like they dumped a pound of salt in them oh, and, no. uh, and that's for, coming from me that likes a lot of salt yeah and uh so, yeah, that was just kind of disappointing, and I don't know. I feel like there might have been one other thing. But either way, oh, we, yeah, we went to breakfast. There's this place called Rise Biscuits and Sweets. Okay. And uh, they have just a bunch of different biscuit sandwiches, you know. Yeah. And I got one with fried green tomatoes and <gasps> pimento cheese. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You yeah. are above the Mason-Dixon line. You do not get fried green tomatoes <laughs> above the D- Mason-Dixon line. No, I'm no, telling no. you. <laughs> I know, but I'm telling you. Maryland is like this weird half culture of half South and half they Northern. May think, they may think they can do fried green tomatoes, but I guarantee. How were they, Stacy? How were they? I mean, they were mixed in with a biscuit, but they were good. 
And the biscuit was good. Okay. Which is what I care about. All right. I haven't tried enough. gravy here yet, though. But. No. Okay. Okay. I know. I know. I'm telling you, it's this weird, bizarre place over here. Maryland is weird. Anyway, um, continue. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and then James got a just a fried chicken biscuit, but his was his chicken was terrible. It was very dry and just kind of meh. Maybe um, there's something wrong with the chickens. <laughs> there's something maybe. wrong with the chickens in Maryland. <laughs> I guess so. They had these, we ordered these biscuit beignets, which they were just, they were beignets, but made out of biscuit dough instead of uh, beignet dough. Yeah, I was super excited about them. And then they had overcooked them. And then we'd ordered milk to go with the beignets and they were out of milk. And it was just like, everything we did today was just so like disappointing. But we were like driving home and we were like, yeah, I had a really good day today. (laughs) (laughs) We both were like, what? That's awesome. How is that possible? Yeah. And it was kind of like... We think it was kind of like we were just happy to get out of the house and do right. something. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So it was more that than I think the actual experiences, but just it was a beautiful day. We got out of the house, so we just had a good day. And so, you got yeah. to spend time with each other. And there's also something oh, yeah. like, you know, if you have a a ridiculous experience with somebody, there's like something about the shared um, mm-hmm. like schadenfreude or what i don't even know but like there's just something about sharing that moment with somebody and you're just like yep (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly this this is so ridiculously bad (laughs) yes yes so that shared misery right right exactly yeah (laughs) so i'm sorry i I interrupted you and like almost killed you that's (laughs) joking are you okay i'm fine how was your day uh, my day, <laughs> uh, my day was fine. Just chores. I mean, um, I think I mentioned it. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember um, that I'm like homeschooling the kids now um, because there was a uh, case at the school, and so I have the kids at home to be extra special safe, which was apparently mm-hmm. a good move because we got another email this morning saying a second kid in Kess's class has COVID now, and they're pretty sure that. Um, they got it from school, so they're actually, like, asking parents to keep their kids home if they possibly are able to. Um, uh, yeah, so, and just kind of watch for symptoms for the next couple of days, so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, it was a good decision. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so, yeah, so we've been doing that, and we've been, like, just completely hunkered down, like, you know, full-on, beginning of the pandemic, you know, we just go get things from you know, the drive through and we wear two masks when we do it type of <laughs> situation yeah, yeah. right now. Um, because it's just nuts uh, around here. I don't know what it's like in Maryland, but it's really, really scary um, where we are. And, you know, and the, the thing that has been nuts is just like, this particular brand of the virus does not seem to care if you're vaccinated or boosted or, you know, wearing masks, even like it just, it's bad. So we're just kind of making ourselves scarce and, uh, doing a lot of choring and, um, you know, all that, all that jazz. But today (laughs) I slept in (laughs) (laughs) because I may or may not have had a headache. Um, oh no! <laughs> I woke up. Yeah, the girls' night that was a little too exciting. A little bit, yeah. We had a virtual girls' night uh, yeah. last night, <laughs> um, and there's something that that glass, that wine glass that you gave me, which I love, <laughs> is like right. it's the glass of treachery. 
because every single time that I am drinking any amount of wine in it, it's it's more than it's supposed to be. Because right. I only had three glasses, but I was hurting this morning. I was oh, like, no. okay, well, yeah, there we go. Um, it's so. a glass of holding, which is bad when you're trying to drink alcohol. <laughs> it's true it's true that's exactly what the problem is yep um so yeah but thomas covered for me thankfully and i got to get a little bit more sleep and get my headache gone and um and then did laundry and whatever uh but i did have we sat down and watched Encanto as a family tonight Uh, for the how many time? Yeah, well, the kids have watched it a few times, and I've watched okay. it all the way through probably once, and I've seen little snippets here and there, um, okay. because that's just the way you end up watching movies when you have kids who watch the same thing over and over and again. Like <laughs> you can't like sit down and enjoy it because what you're doing is like fetching 500 things for your kids and then trying to do yes. chores while they're entertained for a minute. Um, but we sat down and watched it. And, uh, so that was nice. I really like that movie. I could talk a lot about that movie, but I won't today. Cause that's not what our topic is. <laughs> no, not at all. And I might watch it. So don't spoil it for me yet. I will not. I will not. If you watch it, we should do a show about it. Cause I have so many okay. feelings. Oh my God. Okay. Sure. I have, lots, I have lots of feelings about it. <laughs> I don't think we have Disney plus right now. That's the only thing. Oh, but yeah, I can see if there's other stuff, if it's worth subscribing for like a month or something. Yeah. Watch Hamilton. <laughs> Yeah, again. Again. <laughs> For the third time. <sighs> Look, you can't watch Hamilton too many times, I think. That's true. I really That's like true. it. I do too. Um, anyway, I guess we could go ahead and get into our topic because I know we have a lot to say about it. Um, yes. Which, which is kind of funny given the topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Because uh, the, the topic is minimalism and specifically... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit sorry that was loud um we didn't talk what? about what we're drinking oh you're right <laughs> what, are, what um, are you drinking well obviously i had a lot of beers earlier so i'm drinking water now oh, but okay. i can i can talk about the beers i drank earlier okay <laughs> which okay. i kind of i kind of did it was the Gil- guilford's uh dang it i can't remember I don't think it's Guilford's Brewery. It's Guilford something. Anyway, um, yeah, they had a uh, one called Gilly's Light, and Ooh. it is just a light lager, but it was really good. Like, it was very drinkable. Like, I, I first had it, and I was like, um, okay, fine, it's a light beer, whatever, and I kept going <laughs> around the flight, but then I came back to that one, and I was like, man, this is just, it's just good. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just so, need, like, a light beer, like a light drinkable yeah. beer to just, like... You know, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, but yeah, I guess that's not very exciting, but yeah. That's, that's okay. That. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes <laughs> nope. beers are where it's at, man. That's right. And I had planned to drink another one when we recorded, but I, um, like sometimes beers, man, sometimes I can drink them and then sometimes there's just like, like I had a, the last beer I had was called a holiday Bock, and they changed the flavor based on the season. Ooh, and, okay. And, uh, yeah, this one um, was toasty, chocolate, and uh, I feel like there was one more flavor, but toasty and chocolate, and so, you know, kind of wintry. Right. And uh, I liked it, but man, it like, you know, get, just made me feel bloated like beer can do sometimes, you know? Yeah. So I should have stuck to the Gillies Light. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I get like that, too, mm-hmm. sometimes with the heavy dark beers. Yeah. 
you know that's a bad thing about beer but or maybe a good thing because then it prevents you from drinking too much i suppose that's true yeah yeah but anyway Um, what are you drinking i am drinking some wine shocker Mm -hmm. i know but this is (laughs) i am uh it is a bottle but it is one i think i've had before the apothic apothic red winemakers blend so okay um Drinking I'm that. surprised you're drinking wine after you like, have a hangover this morning. <laughs> I actually hair the dog. I hair thought the dog. about I thought about not drinking tonight, but then I was like, because eh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a tradition, right? Exactly, and it wasn't like yeah. I was like ridiculously sick. I was just I had a, woke up with a headache and did not feel great. Oh yeah. So. Um, okay, it's also Guilford's Hall. Guilford's Hall. Guilford's yeah. Hall. Okay. Cool. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Um, I want to apologize right now because I can hear it in the background. <laughs> Yami is in my office, uh, with a bone that is a like hard plastic <laughs> and, uh, she is running it the length of my hardwood floor office. So <laughs> yes, that is not a weird sound. Well, it is a weird sound on your speakers as you're listening to this, but uh, you're not imagining it. And it's not like yeah. a dysfunction of my microphone. It is just my little dog that is. <laughs> I love her, but oh my God, she's driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I mm, she'll grow up one day. <laughs> yeah. Bad thing is you probably got a good t- at least two years, because it's definitely after two when they calm down. Well, oh, I don't know no. about smaller dogs, but... Yeah, I mean, dogs. you know, Lucy's still... She's five, and she still can, you know, hold her own playing with Yami. So she's... Yeah. Um, and I think... I think I probably mentioned this already, but I do think that having a puppy has been really good for Lucy. Because, yeah. like, before we got Yami, Lucy would just, like, lay around and sleep and just, like, kind of follow the humans around and just not do much of anything. And, like, maybe once a day she would get, like, kind of playful and want to play games. But most of the time she would just sleep and lay places. And ever since Yami's come around, like, they play for a big hunk of the day every day together. Mm -hmm. And so she seems to be a happier, more well-rounded dog. (laughs) Yeah. So um, if nothing else, there's that. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, we all love Yami. She's cute and sweet, but course, she's also of annoying AF. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. All right. So now, uh, as a, just to rewind that, we're uh, we're going to talk yes. about minimalism. Specifically, yes. you watched both of them, right? Both of the Netflix documentaries? Okay. So two Netflix documentaries. And we'll see how we go. If we, we have a lot of notes, we may end up making this a two-parter. Um, we, we will see. <laughs> yes. So, um, I know you have a lot of notes. I, and I know I do too, but I, shit, sorry. (laughs) It's like, you okay over there? No, no, I'm not. Um, (laughs) I did want to take a minute to kind of talk about the, the minimalism documentary itself. Mm -hmm. Um, and like how I came across it or like my first introduction to it. Okay. Um, because it's like a personal story. So my okay. my mom um, was always like, for as long as I can remember, had a, a bit of an obsession with minimalism as a concept and uh, with things like tiny houses. Like I remember, um, I think I was still, oh God, you're driving me nuts. Here, 
in your bed and chew on it in there. Please. <laughs> yes. I, love I was just you. thinking, James is going to kill us. I know. Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, but my mom was always really like obsessed with minimalism. And like at one point, she always wanted to have a really tiny house. Like she fantasized about getting one of those tiny houses. And yeah. um, she actually wanted to at one point make something called a, I think it's called a straw bale or hay bale house, where you basically <laughs> make a house out of like dirt and hay. Wow. <laughs> um, and so th- this has just been something she's been obs- she had been obs- obsessed with for a very long time. And then we got um, word that this documentary was coming out. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is beautiful. We should definitely see it. And I got us tickets. But this was, I think it, it was even announced when she was, after she'd already had cancer. Mm-hmm. Um and she died before it was released. And I forgot Aww. about that. Um, so uh, I ended up obviously not going to the theater, but mm-hmm. I ended up downloading it because you had an option. They had an option. I think they released it shortly after it was ran in different theaters where you could download it and watch it. And so I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a beautiful sort of like memory to like, or like a thing to do in memory of my mom to a certain yeah. extent. Um, yeah. But because of, you know, the situation around my introduction to that film, the first time that I watched it and heard about Josh Milburn's story about his mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was, I was absolutely bawling. I was like, oh yeah, ah, this is exactly what happened to me. Kind of, not exactly. But, yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah. So I did want to share that relate. before we got started. Okay. okay. But yeah, I think that makes sense. Right. But I guess you could go ahead and kick it off with some of the things that like you noticed or, you know, et cetera. Okay. <laughs> yes. So the way I have my notes broken down <laughs> is I have, yeah, like some uh, just general like about it. And then I have some quotes and then I have some topics and then some additional like just miscellaneous notes. Okay. And do you have that okay. for each documentary separately or just like all of it in, together? All of it's kind of together. I wrote it okay. in two different inks so that I could color <laughs> ink so that I could determine like which one it came from <laughs> if, if that came up. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but otherwise it's all entangled. Oh my God, I love that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, the thing about the two documentaries is that they are very similar Yes. In what they talk about. So it's not like you're going to watch one and be like, oh, this is a completely different take because it's really. Right. Yeah. Um, So that's exactly one of the things I was going to say was that. okay. so first of all, the first one is called Minimalism and the with the subtitle of a documentary about the important things. Right. And it is the two people are Ryan Nicodemus, which I love his last name. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. what a cool last name. Right. Um, And the other one is rat in uh, Secret of Nim. Do you remember Nicodemus? uh, I haven't. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> you never seen this? Si- no. No, I haven't. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That was me flipping a table. It's fine. Okay. Didn't know if that was you, like, running out the door to come here and make me watch it or what was happening there. Yep. Yep. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> I'll be there in, like, 10 hours with a copy yeah. of Secret of Nim. 
<laughs> Next time I come in, we'll have a we can have a girls' night and watch it. Oh my god, yes. You would okay. you would love I'm so surprised you haven't seen it. You would love it. I know nothing about it. Oh like, I don't god. even know. Okay, what we'll the talk about, we'll talk about that later. That's another that's okay. another story for another time. Okay, okay. <laughs> um Okay, the other guy's name is Joshua Fields Milburn, mm-hmm. um, and they are the minimalists. They call That's what they call themselves, and they have a podcast, and they have two documentaries, and they have a book, and it uh, started as a blog, so they have a blog, too. Right, right. Um, and then that was in 2015, and then now they have a, um, in 2000, January of 2021, they came up with a second documentary called Less Is Now. Right. Um, Which I didn't realize me, how completely new it was. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. here's another one. But I was like, oh, crap, that just like literally just released. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, um, I think it was more, in my opinion, yeah, they were very, the, very much the same. Like, yeah. they told almost the exact same stories. The difference was they had different experts and guest speakers but they told almost the exact same story and i think what happened is that the first documentary was really i got kind of okay i guess i got kind of frustrated with it or i was disappointed in it because i felt like it was going to be more about minimalism but what i really thought that it was about was a just about them, right? Honestly, right? Yeah, and th- there are they do speak about minimalism and kind of how they got there and what it means to them, but it really follows them and how their career kind of launched, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like this is our speaking engagements and talking to people and yeah, 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 yeah. And they kind of grow, right? The first event they go to, there's like five people, right? And yeah. then by the last one, they like sell out and they don't, you know, whatever. And um, now I think that. They've obviously gotten even more popular over the years. So I feel like someone was like, hey, that first documentary, it's fine, but we need to make it more polished. And so let's reboot it. And I really think that that's what Less Is Now is. It's just a rebooted version. I can see that. It's shorter, too. It's like only an hour long, I think, Um, which considering the topics and stuff. Probably, yeah. like if you cut cut out their entire tour, that probably yes. ends up being an hour. Exactly, long. but I bet you their script was almost exactly the same as to what they personally said. Right, you know? right. Like, it was seriously almost yeah. But they had a fancy set with they like did. And they did these cool effects with words. Uh huh. Uh huh. But anyway, uh, that aside, with the uh, what I went into it, the expectation of what I went into it being let down, I still had obviously plenty of notes or good things to talk about. So okay. I'm not saying it's a bad documentary. I'm just saying if you're going to title something a documentary about the important things and then only make it about yourself, <laughs> you know. Well, but that's also because we've had we've talked about, I think, a minimalist pop one of their podcasts on this before. Yes. And like yes. one of the problems that we have with them as just like their um, their personas seem yes. to be very like egocentric and egotistical. Yes. Um, yes. And that definitely came across, I think, in yes. in both of those um documentaries but especially the yes. first one because i remember having that same reaction the first time i saw it i'm just like uh i mean i understand that you want to talk about your own personal stuff and like that is a good you know th- these are great stories but like yeah. i really was kind of hoping for more of a documentary <laughs> and less of a biography uh, yes okay. exactly but whatever their part their part could have been like t- it should it should have been like 10 minutes. Right. And then the rest of it should have been about actual minimalism. But no. 
Right. Or if they um, wanted to share their personal stories and get more into like the personal stories of all of their guest speakers too. So you're like yes. showing the how other people have the same journey. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's neither yeah. here nor there. That is that is my biggest yeah. criticism also of, of okay. the film. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in general, so also, so basically in both films, uh, like they're kind of talking about uh, people buy stuff because they're chasing, they're trying to fill a void within them and right. they're ch- buying stuff for happiness. And although I don't think that, and then so basically they're like, just stop buying stuff and you'll find true happiness basically. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, uh, I think, I don't think that's wrong for a lot of people, but I think that they're making an assumption that isn't necessarily, like, they're making a wide assumption for the entire, they're applying a single theology to an entire group of people. Yeah. They're assuming that everyone has the same definition of happiness. Right. And that was one of my questions from the, after watching the first one, is, is like, a note to myself, like, to kind of determine what is happiness, because I don't think it is the same for everybody, and they're approaching minimalism as if it is the same for everybody. Right, right. And I think also, like, you know, there's a lot of assumptions with that, too, that they talk about. I know that some of their guest speakers talk more about, like, you know, there's a certain level at which, you know, like a certain income level where you're happy, you know, you continue to get happier if you continue to raise your income level. And then after that, and I forget what it is now. And of course, that was like five years ago. So that's like probably Well, I know. Oh, okay. Yes. I have a whole thing. I have a whole thing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, maybe I'll we can hold off on that one. Not, well, yeah, but not to interrupt. I mean, you can keep going. But, no, that's uh, all right. Have, okay. Well, it is. So they say over 70,000 doesn't make you happier. However, in 2021, which is kind of funny, uh, there was a another study that came out that actually said that was wrong because what the original study did was it it just asked people. So it, it, re- it relied on people remembering and associating those parts of their life correctly. And what the second mm. study did was actually had people answer a questionnaire every single morning so that they actually answered it in the moment. And when I people see. answered it in the moment, they did find that more money or you were, you know, it didn't make you, you got happier with more money. Interesting. Yeah. And there wasn't a ceiling uh, on it on it with that study. Right. Okay. Yeah, I wanna exactly. like that I wanna like that study because I Okay. That's interesting to me. Yes, and I can find it because I because I after I watched the first one, I remembered when that came out, uh, when the study that proved it wrong came out, uh, James mentioned it to me at the time and we talked about it. And so I knew that that had happened. Right. So I went back and Googled it. So I can definitely give you that. Link. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, there's like, there's definitely people who struggle like with basic stuff and, you know, just like being able to make ends meet living paycheck to paycheck. And it's like, it's not all about, yes, there are people who are in this consumerist culture, but not Mm -hmm. everybody is. And they could still probably benefit from minimalism. Um, because it's not just about not buying into the latest trends or whatever. It's also about like, what do you really need? You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I do feel, and I'll, I'll talk more about this later, but they ha- he had some guests, or they had some guests um, who they didn't really go into a deep dive with, which I'd like to talk about a little bit because I feel like in some ways they have better perspective. 
<laughs> okay, I, yeah. I would have liked to see a documentary maybe by them. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, continue. So, okay. Well, I think what they, they talk a lot about the important part of minimalism, and I think they should have focused on this more, is that the whole idea is that everything you own has an intention. Right. So you can actually have as much as you want as long as each item you use intentionally or right. has a purpose. Um, and I like that thought. You know, I like you know go you know thinking okay yeah you know you're right like does this thing have an, a purpose or an intention um but so this was from the second documentary and they actually had dave ramsey on there which i know he was really popular probably like in the 90s and he uh, about helping people get out of debt yeah and i had never heard him speak before and he had more of like a country accent than i expected oh yeah I had no idea because I'd never heard him talk before, but that aside. Um, so I like his definition, and this kind of relates to the money thing, is that um, he actually says that people think the goal is to acquire stuff, but that's not the goal. The actual goal is to um, get or to achieve f- financial freedom right? Uh, because that is like – to have the ability to like if you go into work and you're tired of your job to have the ability to just quit your job when you want to quit your job right or you know to, to if you did want if you needed to actually buy something if you wanted to buy something or you know whatever but to not have that financial burden mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. really the goal and that can happen at any stage if you you know like if you if you are intentional about things or right you know and i don't and i think that's why there's not a dollar amount on it because it just depends on you know, at what point you get financially free. But I really liked his definition of Mm -hmm. that it's about the financial freedom slash independence that's kind of the goal. Right. Yeah, I could see that. that makes sense with his book topic. (laughs) Right, of course. (laughs) Just selling some books. (laughs) Um, But also, speaking of uh, the whole uh, financial freedom, have you heard of this whole lifestyle movement? And I think this is a recent thing called FIRE. No. Um, the idea is <laughs> no. so what it what, what it stands for is financial independence retire early. And oh, what okay. a bunch of people are doing is they are they the goal the the goal is you save 50% of your income in order to be able to retire in your um 30s or 40s. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and but then once you and I don't know, I don't think it's 50s. I think it might be yeah, 30s and 40s. Yeah, 30s and 40s. And when but after you retire and there's a max like you can only uh pull out a maximum of 4% of your savings. Okay. Because, you know, obviously you have to make it last longer. Right. So right. There's like kind of restrictions. But I actually heard about this from that social influencer financial advisor. Her name is uh, we've talked about it before, but Mrs. Dow Jones. Right, right. On Instagram. <laughs> and she was originally talking about it. And like basically these people go like super extreme in order to save like fifty percent of their income. And and there's this whole controversy about it because you miss out on so much of your early years you're right right like 16 and on to try to achieve this goal but you like you never go out to eat you never go have drinks with friends you never like you literally are saving every penny as fast as possible and it's very strict um so i think that's i think that's crazy but um, i was about to say so like what happens if you get hit by a truck and like you all of your life all you've done (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, we could probably see which side of the coin I would be living on. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, yeah, I can't. I, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. That just seems you're missing out, I think, on so much mm-hmm. fun and so much. Like, I really enjoyed my high school slash early 20s, right. college, high school, college years. And if you're like, as soon as you get a job, if you're just sitting there and not doing anything so you can retire early, but then. Your friends are still working. Your friends at that point have kids and probably can't do stuff. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. But, uh, you know, you you missed out on when all of them had fun. And then now you want to have fun and no one else can. And then you can't you can't even spend a lot of, it's not like you can go on some crazy trip because you can't spend more than 4% of your retirement yeah. for the year, you know, or whatever. That's kind of a, sorry, I'm getting on a tangent. And I, um, <laughs> that's but, okay. I thought like the whole it kind of to get to me it kind of clicked with the minimalism lifestyle because that's extreme because you're not doing anything right and then also the financial freedom like those that kind of just related right right exactly exactly yeah I can I completely understand that yeah um so and oh you can feel free to jump in anytime I I do have just a few more points but either way yeah no keep going keep going okay so the one that was a point that was brought up in the second documentary that I was like, wow, it's right. is like, you know, back in the day, your social circle kind of dictated kind of your standards of living. And yep. it was usually your neighbors and your, your, you know, your friends. But now with the Internet, the social circle has expanded and now like includes celebrities. And so people right. feel bad and they want to buy more or have nicer things because they're trying to keep instead of keeping up with the Joneses. That's why that you hear keeping up with the Kardashians, because right. you literally see their life and you think like, oh, my God, I'm, if I'm not living to that standard, I'm not good enough. I need to get a new I was going to say a new car that was fancy, but I am so completely ill-formed on any, or ill-informed <laughs> on any of these things. I was like, a new BMW? Is that a nice car? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's like middle high tier. <laughs> I don't know. There's like super high tier is like, I don't even know. Prius? A new Prius? I don't know. Yeah, Prius. I need a new Prius. I got to get up there with the folks. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I obviously, I, you know, I was raised by my mom who was obsessed with minimalism. So I obviously <laughs> <That's true. laughs> did not understand any of this stuff yeah. um, at yeah. all. So, yeah. you know, and that, which is, which came into play, you know, with, this is another tangent. Um, you know, like when I went into a corporate job and this still is truth to today, cause I've never understood the reasoning behind like getting, you know, name, brand, anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I don't care. You know, but obviously the people I work with do when they talk, you know, like knee brown purses or blah, 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 blah. They have yeah. a good deal on these shoes or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't, just none of this. I see, I see nothing. I see, I do not understand. <laughs> none yeah. Of this I'm right there with you. I, yeah. <laughs> I see someone carrying like a coach purse and I'm just like, uh, do you know how much money you just wasted on that? I don't, like, I don't even know how much money. Number one, I would not know a coach purse if someone hit me with it. Number two. It literally says coach. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> you know, because all these fancy brands have to put their name on I everything. I suppose that's true. Yeah. I would still not know. I would not know. I'd be like, what? what is this? Um, and then yeah. also, like, I don't know how much they cost. I don't know. I don't care. Like, I have a Timbuktu bag that I bought from you for, like, I don't even know how much, like, a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it has served me very well, and I'm still using it. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I don't, I don't know how much they are either. But the one experience I had was like, I was like, okay, I just, I'm going to see how much these coach purses are. And I looked at this one thing and it was like a little clutch, a tiny clutch. And it was $300. Oh my God. Yeah. And I immediately turned around and left because I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my only judgment. And that was probably like 15 years ago. So that's probably even more now. Yeah. Um, I never, ever, ever, like none of this stuff makes, No. Like, no. I like, I will invest it in like, for example, I just got a new MacBook with my Christmas money. Um, yeah. Uh, I will invest with items that are high quality that I, that I'm going to use a lot like mm-hmm. that. Um, the last MacBook that we had, uh, Thomas, it was Thomas's and he had bought it in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> and then I used it until like last year and yeah. he gave me a repurposed Dell um, that I've been kind of like chugging along with ever since and yeah. I have not liked it and it has crashed and it has caused a lot of problems so I was just like yes. well actually Thomas convinced me that I should get it because he's he's good like that I'm not yeah. I tend to not want to ever spend money so he's like you should get a new MacBook I'm like yeah and then he's like well we have this many rewards and you got this much christmas money and i'm like okay well you're telling me that i'm actually not paying for it so sure we'll get it um so yeah so now i have one it's awesome i love it but it's gonna last me for like at least you know like seven more years because oh yeah and i am okay with investing in things that are gonna last me that long (laughs) yes yeah yeah that I'm going to use I, uh, every day for everything, you know. Exactly. With intention. Exactly. An intentional yep. thing. Anyway, <clears throat> we got off I'm, topic. <laughs> no, that's okay because I'm going to keep going. So I uh, I actually am kind of the same way. Like I would always, I would just buy something and use – like I still had like one of those big TVs um, that me – like I bought – I don't know. It was like a 30-inch CRT TV or whatever. <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> when me and James got together and he was Aww. like, what is that? Uh but so I think we're kind of a good balance because I will buy one thing and use it literally until I can't anymore. Right. And he, but his, his bad side is that he wants, he always wants the newest thing. Right. And so, uh, but, the, but he's very selective. So he's minimal about what he buys, but he wants the newest of the things he does buy. So right. he has minimalized the things that I buy. Because right. I will buy one thing and use it forever, but I'll buy a lot of things. Uh, and so <laughs> he's minimized the things that I buy, and I've made him hold on to things longer. Like, he was probably asking me for, like, two years to get a new TV. And I'm like, our TV is fine. We right, don't need a right. TV. You know, so, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that I have that same thing with Thomas, because he's always like, when the new whatever, when the new thing yeah. comes out. And I'm like, exactly. we really don't. This one works fine. <laughs> exactly. But I'm always like, so... Um, I'm always like a year or so behind with my iPhone updates too for that same reason because yeah. I'm like yeah. I will wait until like the software has updated so much that like my phone is not functional anymore before <laughs> right, I'll yeah. be like oh, finally I'll get another one. Um yeah. and that's usually 2 years. So which is still like it would still be fine to to continue to use it but um you know that's just for me that's like my comfortable place. 
And yeah, yeah. it also works in our family because we end up recycling so many things. Like, you know, Ashlyn will be happy with a hand-me-down whatever. And so, yeah. like, usually what happens is I give her my phone and then Thomas gives me his phone. <laughs> so there's, like, yeah, yeah. a it hand- trickles down. Yeah, we have, like, a hand-me-down thing. And now that we have two more kids who will eventually... Uh, be getting their own iPhones like this will just happen forever you know we'll just continue yeah, to exactly t- t- pass things down um, you know <laughs> poor Kai yeah. though she's gonna be like with her original iPhone <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to connect to the internet or something right she's like what does this thing even work <laughs> oh yeah anyway maybe you can pass it down one like to Kai and then our and Thomas can go to Cass or something, you know, yeah, like you guys yeah, yeah. can go vertically instead of completely vertically <laughs> and split. That might be uh, nice. Anyway, okay, yeah, we are off topic. Yeah. Um, okay, so the another thing, okay, so this is something that they mentioned in the first uh, documentary about the like storage company phenomenon and how, yes. um, you know, like, of course, Americans just need more space. And so they there's this huge industry of storage companies. And if you notice, these storage facilities usually are in the poorer part of town. Right. And are middle middle to poor. And I find that interesting because you would think that the rich people would be the ones that have more money or that not have more money. The rich people have more stuff, but it's actually, I mean, of course they do have bigger houses to put it in. Right. Right. um, I think that they made a comment in the second (laughs) documentary that was um, when you're poor, you accept anything that's offered to you. Yes. And the bad thing is, is that it's often not actually useful. It's just clutter. Right. And I have definitely seen that in um, some uh, some family members who kind of grew up poor. Yeah. And they, I mean, they literally keep everything. Yeah. Everything. And yeah. I'm like, well, I, you know, like, why? And they just, maybe they find places for it and stick it everywhere. And I, I wouldn't call them a hoarder, but it's just like, they just keep everything. Yeah. That was definitely me for many, many years because, you know, I would inher- inherit, not inherit, but people would be like, oh, well, you want this? I'm like, well, yeah, you're giving me a thing. I'm not going to get rid yeah. of it. And right. I need things, so I'm going to hold on to this. And I would like, yeah. like, I had so many, like, random kitchen items whenever mm-hmm. um, we, well, we were in Powell. And that was like when we moved from there to this house. Uh, is when we finally like let go of a lot of that stuff because I was just like we never use this and I'm like, but but okay you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah maybe we don't need this um, right and like there's uh, like I have I literally got for Christmas a who from I don't even know who from um, a turkey roaster like one of those oven those little like things you put in the oven that has like you can put yeah. the turkey on it or whatever yeah and it'll spin yeah i don't think it'll spin i think it's just like oh. a like a whatever it's like a big okay it's not fancy but okay. and i've never i've never even taken it out of the box it's never <laughs> but you need it because you box. might you might make a turkey one day <laughs> well it's funny because and i think this also might be like familial and also coming up in the same background right like i was willing mm-hmm. to let go of it like i was like okay we're gonna leave it in the garage and we leave and it'll just be thrown away in the trash or whatever yeah and yeah like <laughs> thomas's dad literally wrote on it or just like keep this because we're gonna come over for a turkey dinner and like <laughs> <laughs> brought it back and i was like god damn it <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying so, to get rid of you <laughs> so, 
so, so now oh, I feel like I can't get rid of it because like they specifically called me out on it. Like I can't get rid of it because they were like, you need this. So I'm like, what yeah, do I exactly. need it for? I don't ever cook turkey. <laughs> That's when you say, if you want to use it, you keep it and you give it to them. Maybe I should just wrap it up for Christmas. <laughs> yes. Yes. With the note still on it. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it was written in Sharpie, so that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So that to kind of, um, well, okay. So when we moved, a similar thing happened. Well, they didn't give it back to us. That's kind of funny that they put it back. <laughs> they gave it back to you. But uh, when we moved out of Knoxville, like we completely decluttered right, our house. And right. we probably gave away mo- half the stuff. Like we probably gave away more than what we actually moved with. And almost, I would say 98% of it went to our families because they, they would just come over and they were like vultures. They would just be like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. You know, and I'm like, that's paint that I've had for five, 10 years and it's probably dried up. Oh, yeah, I could use it. I could just have a little water. I could use it. And they just were grabbing stuff. And I was like, what the heck? But uh, to kind of, t- or, well, I guess this is related, but um, man, so many tangents. Um, in the Marie Kondo book, she says... Don't, when you're getting rid of something, don't let your family see it. For yes. that very reason. Yes. Because, yeah, they're like, if, if you don't need it, they probably don't either. And they haven't needed it this long. You know, whatever. Right, and right. Like, just, just get rid of it. Don't give people the opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was really interesting because, um, <laughs> another tangent. Well, we're going to continue <laughs> on with these tangents. And then we'll get, on the next episode, we'll actually talk about the documentary. Um, my- yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> my um, my grandmother would throw everything away. Like, she had literally no attachment to anything. She would toss oh, wow. it out. Uh, she did not care. Which is interesting considering, you know, yeah. like, how she grew up. Like, being, you know, grow up in the Depression and yada, yada. But, it's like, she would not keep any. Like, she kept some stuff. Like, she had, like, a briefcase of stuff that she kept. But, like... You know, most sentimental items or toys or whatever, she just would just get rid of. And my, so she would be cleaning through my stuff and she would get rid of like all my toys, right? You know, like, Mm -hmm. okay, you don't need, you don't play with these anymore. You don't need these anymore. We're getting rid of them. And then my grandfather (laughs) would go and find, get them out of the trash and then like put them in a box and put them in the, um, in his garage. And then like, Five years later, he would get them out and be like, oh, look, here, I kept all of your Rainbow Bright dolls. <laughs> like, Why did you do that? Um, yeah. But of course, like that instilled like this, oh, I need to hold on to these things kind of mentality because he was the one in our family that I like probably modeled myself after most because he yeah. was like the, the sensitive caring one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I was just like, oh, well, if you love, you know, if you love people, then you keep stuff, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. I had a, I had a similar experience, which is probably why now that you mentioned that is probably why I kept things at first before me and James got together. But um, <laughs> we, mom, I used to always collect, of course, like when I was real little, um, the McDonald's toys. Yeah, like, Mom would go and get like, so I could get a set. We, we would go to McDonald's so I could get the whole set and all this kind of stuff. And um one day, me and a friend, and this was in elementary school, we were going to do a garage sale. And we I put a bunch, I grabbed just like a basket of McDonald's toys and sold a bunch. And I even think like my friend's mom bought them. Like, I don't even know like, <laughs> what she did with them. But my mom later, like she didn't know that I had had this garage sale. And she later was like, where are your baskets of McDonald's toys? Oh my and she, God. 
Yeah, like legitimately, like I bet if I mentioned it to her to this day, she would still be upset about it. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, so I think for a while, I held on to a lot of things for that same reason. Like, oh, you know, my mom might get upset if I, you know, whatever. Right. Um, And then, yeah. And then, but of course now I'm like, no, I, I, like, I just get so much joy out of getting rid of things now (laughs) i know i know (laughs) something just clicked yeah so thomas uh his parents are very similar because like he and you know shell had toys and whatever yeah and so they just they have bins bins of all these different like things that used to belong to thomas and shell and every so often they'll take the kids downstairs and they'll get the bins out and then the kids will come home (laughs) with like yeah you know things from the early 90s and i'm like well, oh, we really didn't need this this little chihuahua that says here lizard lizard. I didn't need that in my life. We could have left that over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> that would have been fine. Um, yeah, but like, why does why do they still have like gigantic bits know. of this stuff? But the I other the other side of that, I will say, if you are planning to have you know kids. Those, for those of you out there, not you specifically. I was going to say, what? Don't you know me by now? <laughs> I do know you by now. Uh, this, is, okay. this is the royal you, not the, okay. the singular you. Um, okay, okay. Like, there is something nice about having stuff like that and then have, watching your kids play with it. Because, um, yeah. like, I, had a, I have a few things that I kept from when I was a kid that I let the kids play with. And it's like, oh, they still play with it. Um, and, uh, and it is really like Thomas had the one thing that he did like hold on to were these little like micro machine, like army bases and stuff. Oh yeah. And so, um, Kai of all people (laughs) is obsessed with them. So put the bin underneath her bed. So she'll bring it out every once in a while and put them all out and just like play with these tiny little like micro Oh my gosh. Like, like, you know, tanks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, I did not see that one coming. I know, right? But I don't think, I mean, I don't think she has any concept of what they are. So for her, they're just little tiny things to play with and pretend Uh, with. But she loves them. She loves them. And it's so sweet to watch her playing with this thing that was like, you know, important to her dad. Yeah. Um, So there is something to be said about that. But again, with the intentionality, like, I just think you've got to be really careful about, like, what you decide is that thing. And then you're like, yes, this is a thing that I want to pass on. And and this is why. And then, you know, be because obviously Thomas, like Thomas specifically picked that out because he wanted to hold on to it. Um, yeah. and because of that, then it got passed down and then it was like a big thing. So like yeah. being very thoughtful about what you want to archive in your life, I guess, um, for future people <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, is a good, you know, like thought, but it can't be everything. And, oh my God, do not make it like anything that is made out of like stuffed animal or doll, <laughs> fluffy doll materials because yeah. those things do not age well. Oh no, um, yeah. And uh, then they're just dusty and moldy and old when you bring them out. So yeah. just, you know what, take a picture and get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's yeah. my suggestion. Yeah. I had like so many stuffed animals and whenever... Ashlyn was little because I was so young when I had her like the stuffed animals were were fine like that was fine for me to pass them on to her at that age but I think I boxed them up and then I brought them out whenever Kess was little and I was like ooh, I don't want (laughs) (laughs) 
cuddling up with this shit. And I got yeah. rid of them at that point because I was like, I don't know how many spiders are in here. <laughs> right. This is oh my not. God. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 <laughs> that's that's an internet story waiting to happen. It is. And not a fun one. Not a fun one. No. No. Well, we're like almost an hour in. So do we want to do yeah. a, Do we want to do a two-parter with this? <laughs> I think so. Because okay. I still have like several points. I still haven't even got to my quotes yet. Yeah. Then, I have lots of things, things to say too. Like I haven't talked about the the guest people on The Minimalist. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. We will turn it into a two-parter then. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. <laughs> we'll try not to be At least on. our research is already done for next week. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. And I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Okie dokie. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoots, 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 ho